Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Good morning. Yeah, you may be seated. Good morning. Always want to do that. For those that don't know me, my name is Webb Cowden, and I'm a senior right up the road at New Hanover High School. If you aren't familiar, once a year, Philip tosses the reins, so to speak, to Cookie and our youth group to lead worship. Additionally, it is tradition for a few of the seniors in the youth group to come up and give a short sermon of their own accord. So here I am. Let's talk about the gospel. The gospel reading we've just heard from John speaks heavily on the importance of loves in the lives of Christians and shows how God's love lives within us. God is in the hearts of everybody, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Faith is a concept that I believe is incredibly personal. The pace at which we choose to accept the love of God is no one's journey but our own. I'm a big believer in the idea that everything happens for a reason. The love of God is illuminated in the people that he chooses to put into our lives. I've been fortunate enough to be put into the lives of the community of people here at St. James, more specifically the youth group. The community within the youth group here is so incredibly special. I feel that I've been taught the importance of love through those within it. Cookie and Jane are two people in particular that come to mind. Whether or not they know it, these two women have helped to shape me into the young man I am today. If you don't know Cookie or Jane, think of them this way. Jane is sort of the grandmother of the youth group. (laughs) She's the type of woman who definitely has a first-class ticket to heaven. She is definitely getting a drink and a peanut before she takes off. Cookie, on the other hand, has a first-class ticket to heaven as well. However, she just traded with some Joe Schmo in the back so that he could get the royal experience. The love that these two have to give is something that I will never take for granted. They have supported me with everything from taking on leadership roles to helping with letters of recommendation. These two women have dedicated their lives to the young people of St. James. So what has this this love meant for me? For starters, I can confidently say that it's changed me as a person. Just seeing the hard work and love that the leaders of this community pour into us is reflective of the love of Christ. It's kind of like a pay it forward thing, but not really. You wanna know why? Because the love of Christ is never forced. It's natural, innate. But watching Cookie and Jane and other leaders give themselves and their love for the betterment of us is inspiring. It inspired me. That's why I got so involved. That's why I've been rector at Happening twice and go back every time. That's why I get up at 6.30 on Wednesday mornings for Bible study with the youth group. It's why I look for opportunities to mentor some of these younger kids. It's the love of Christ. That's my why. If there's something that I've learned through growing up in the love of Christ, it's that you never know the impact that you may have on other people. Something that seems as small as a smile or a genuine compliment can go a long way. The St. James Youth Group has given me abundant opportunities as I have grown up surrounded by the love of Christ. The Gospel reading notes, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. We are all followers of Christ, or at least getting there, So I figure we love Christ. 
How do we keep his commandments? Act in a way for which he would. I'm not saying we have to be perfect, but loving thy neighbor is a good start. A time in particular that I remember something small that I did going a long way was this past happening in March. It was Friday night. All the candidates had just arrived. They were mostly reserved and nervous, which is normal for the first night. At dinner, I was seated next to a girl who was a candidate, didn't seem to know anyone. While everyone at my table was talking loudly over each other about what, their best super, what the best superpower is or what their ideal last meal would be, I noticed that this girl was not chiming into the conversation. She sort of sat back in her chair, so I made a conscious effort to ask her personally. The conversation started at our table. She slowly sat up and began to be open to conversation. Anyway, the weekend goes on. It's a huge success. Sunday comes and everyone's leaving. As I finally get back to Wilmington, I get a direct message from an Instagram account I did not follow. It was this girl. She had found my account and sent the sweetest message about her appreciation for me including her in that first night and something as simple as a dinner conversation. I've been in her shoes before, so I know how good it feels for someone to show you the love of Christ. As I mentioned earlier, the gospel notes, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Let's all keep showing the love of Christ to one person at a time. Good morning, everyone, and happy Mother's Day. I would like to start off by introducing myself. My name is Peyton Sumrall, and I'm a senior at Laney High School. I will be attending Auburn in the fall to study business. I know I probably do not look too familiar to most of you this morning because I typically attend church at Port City Community on Sundays. There, I teach the kindergarten Sunday school class each week, but have attended St. James Youth Group over the course of the last school year. Youth Sundays are not a foreign concept to me because before St. James, I was a part of another Episcopal youth, church, whoa, Episcopal church youth group in Wilmington where I fell in love with things like the Trinity Center, Sunday night get-togethers, and of course, the community of people my age and those who advise over them. Now being a senior myself, it is surreal and an honor to be alongside Will and Webb this morning. If you've ever had the pleasure of being part of a youth group, I would like for you to think about how that group made you feel. From Bible study retreats to even fun activities, there's always so much love for each other being shared. Excitement is in the air and friends new and old share lots of laughs, stories, and even meals. Sometimes those feelings can also show themselves through tiredness at 7 a.m. on Wednesday mornings, Sundays at happening, and 9 a.m. in the pew but you always know that you are welcomed, loved, and taken care of just the same since you are surrounded by your church family. When reflecting on what to say this morning, those same feelings I thought of when I looked back on youth events reminded me so much of Jesus and his disciples. Jesus loved others so well, which shows us how important it is to love in our day-to-day -day lives too. Jesus loved the sinners, the unclean, and everyone in between, setting the example for us to follow his lead. A question to ponder yourself this morning is this. In what ways have I loved and what ways did I not love today? John 14, 15 through 21 reads, If you love me, keep my commandments. 
And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in with you. I, not, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show my, myself to them. What a wonderful message Jesus was teaching to his disciples. If you have loved today, you show you are one who Jesus loves too. He is in our hearts all the time, even when we feel distant or frustrated with him. With the love that Jesus has shown us so well, we should use his love when speaking and acting with others. It's just that simple. We don't need to have this extravagant act or huge moment where we can show what we displayed, the love we have for the Lord and those around us. We need little moments sprinkled throughout the day and for lots of people to make God's love truly have an impact. During the course of this week and hopefully beyond, I hope you remember these few things. Jesus talked to his friends a lot about how we should identify ourselves. He said it wouldn't be what we said we believed or all the good we hoped to do someday. He said we would identify ourselves simply by how we loved people. It's tempting to think that there is more to it, but there's not. Love isn't something we fall into. Love is someone we become. No one expects us to love them flawlessly, but we can love, this, love them fearlessly, furiously, and unreasonably. I just finished reading a book titled Everybody Always, written by Bob Goff. I highly recommend everyone read it, but one thing that he said about love is what I want to leave with you. You'll be able to spot people who are becoming love because they want to build kingdoms, not castles. They fill their lives with people who don't look like them or act like them or even believe the same things. They treat them with love and respect and are more eager to learn from them than, the, them than presume they have something to teach. morning. <clears throat> my name is Will Henshaw, and I have been a member at St. James my whole life. When I think about my childhood, there are a lot of St. James memories that come to mind. I remember Sunday school days with Jane and Barbara Whitesides, choir practice on Wednesdays with John, and, and Webb Cowden being with me through it all. It seems like just yesterday, I watched in awe at all the seniors and their big plans for the future and now I'm up here as one of them. As I look out in this congregation, I see so many people who have impacted my life in a way they may never know, and some people who I exchange kind glances with on Sundays. One thing St. James has always done is make me feel at home. In these past few years, I've had the absolute pleasure of being a part of the St. James Youth Program with Cookie Cantwell and Jane Rippey. As I'm sure you all know, these two women are about the most selfless and giving people you will ever meet. They need no recognition for what they do, and it brings them pure joy being able to help the youth find Christ's will for them. St. James as a whole has shown me that God is everywhere. He's in the simple interactions and the more spiritual ones, 
like sitting on top of Glory Ridge and looking out at the stars. Our gospel states that God is all around, for he knows us and will be within us. This reading especially resonated with me as I will be leaving home base in St. James to travel to Scotland for my first semester at UNC. The program I'm doing this through is called Global Launch. As I was thinking about taking this launch into a different country and being apart from my family and friends, a sense of calmness came over me. I know that my family, as well as my St. James family, has provided me with a sure foundation that can outlast any distance. This foundation of faith has really come alive in me as I've seen the movement and the working of the Holy Spirit in my life. Being surrounded in the prayer circle at Happening, the gratitude on people's faces when they are handed meals on wheels, and deep conversations with Wes, Sarah, and Webb on the beach are a few of the times that I've experienced the power of the Holy Spirit. The biggest realization that my family and St. James has given me is that I am unconditionally loved and never alone. No matter the challenges, struggles, or mistakes, I can always know that the Holy Spirit lives within me, and I am therefore never alone. Because of this truth, we are blessed with a still, small voice to lead and guide our thoughts and actions. We always have a choice, whether we listen to and allow ourselves to be guided by this ever-present force or not. In my, eight, in my short 18 years of life, I've come to know that there's a much greater sense of peace when I choose to listen to and follow that voice, and I can tell you that I've tried it both ways. Lastly, the Holy Spirit living within me is ever calling me to serve a higher purpose in the world. And all of you have modeled for me what this looks like. You have taken care of my family when my beloved grandpa passed away. You have written some killer college recommendation letters. You've spent hours crafting letters of love and support that I have received over the years at Happening. And yes, Jane, I do plan on having that butterfly oyster sitting on my desk in my dorm. All of you have shown me what it means to be the hands and feet of Christ in the world as you have served alongside me at Eden Village, A Bike for Every Child, and Mission Experiences at Glory Ridge. Jim McFarland, you've taught me so much, and I'm looking forward to working with you in Ecuador and Glory Ridge. At my grandfather's funeral, I heard my mom share a phrase describing him that I will never forget. Share the gospel everywhere you go. When necessary, use words. You, my family, and my St. James family, as my home-based launching pad, have ingrained in me that I am loved, I am never alone, and that I have the Holy Spirit to guide me, and I serve a higher purpose in this world. If I can remember and live out these things, then I think I will live out God's purpose for me. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, and thank you, Mom, for all that you do for me. Thank you, St. James, for being a strong part of my foundation. <laughs>